Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Thrilled to be here as always. Uh, Scott Gottlieb was talking over the weekend about some of the, the inconsistencies in what he's seen, both with the Fauci emails and just the Fauci approach in general uh, to the coronavirus pandemic. Some of the things they might've known uh, behind the scenes that were not necessarily brought out into the public, uh, whether or not the emails actually contained a smoking gun uh, he said he didn't believe so, but he did say that there was a worrisome trend uh, within the emails and a worrisome trend about how we, we navigated the pandemic in general. I do think, though, that some of the discussion that went on in those emails evidences a larger issue, which is that early on, the email that's being focused on is a so-called smoking gun, if you will, it was an email Tony received from some really good scientists suggesting that they felt this could have been an engineered pathogen early on. They were basing that assessment on their analysis of the sequence strain of the virus. So they were virologists. They were virologists uh, looking at the strain of the virus. He goes on to say that he doesn't necessarily feel as though that is applicable now, but it is an interesting early uh, indication that maybe there, there were things uh, to be questioned that in the public we were not questioning. He also mentioned a meeting that Dr. Fauci gave with other uh, doctors, other um, leaders, and he talked about the likelihood of the Wuhan lab leaking the virus. This was at a time, again, when no one other than our former president and a few uh, Republican uh, political people and some doctors uh, were speaking about this. This was not something that was coming up a lot in mainstream media. Yeah, I was told at that time, back in the spring, um, that Dr. Fauci had gone over to a meeting of world health leaders in Europe around the World Health Assembly and actually briefed them on the information that they were looking at, that this could have been a potential lab leak, that this strain looked unusual. So those discussions were going on, and I was told that by a very senior official in the Trump administration. I've reconfirmed that conversation. So here's the point uh, in all this, because he does go back and forth by saying that some of the things that they wondered about, they wound up feeling were different a little later on. It's just the fact that there were questions that throughout the beginning stages of the origin of COVID-19 in closed communities and closed door meetings, people like Dr. Fauci did wonder whether or not the virus had come from something other than a natural cause, which is not what they were saying publicly. So we have the same narrative. Uh, repeating itself for the 16th, 17th time now uh, with this health expert, with this individual, where what you're saying publicly and what you know, or at least are wondering about behind closed doors are utterly different things. There is something even better as far as the takes from uh, Gottlieb go in this uh, that I think are, are tremendously valuable for us to consider. And it's the fact that that what is lost in all of this, when you're a medical professional, when you're someone who's who's looking into you know what the correct next steps are, is that you you may get overly focused on the medical aspect of it and not the totality of the conversation. And that is absolutely true in so many ways in the way in which we tried to respond to the pandemic as it was occurring in the past. But here is a little more from Dr. Gottlieb. But I think the broader issue here for me is that we look at these things through the lens of science, um, and we don't necessarily look at it through the lens of national security. And a scientific mindset looks at the virus and the virus's behavior and its sequence and draws a conclusion. A national security assessment looks at that as one piece of evidence, but then looks at the ch behavior of the Chinese government, looks at the behavior of the lab, looks at evid other evidence around the lab, including the infections that we now know took place, and that changes the overall assessment. Yes, it's supposed to change the overall assessment. I'm sorry, I turned into Meg Ryan for a second from when Harry met Sally, but yes, it does. Uh, and it's it's so nice to have someone in the medical community, uh, someone who was a former director of the FDA and someone who's who's been a valuable uh, voice in this that wasn't heard enough, uh, in my opinion, uh, but someone who 
actually states out loud that the challenges for the medical community or for anybody involved in this process are that they only take one portion of a of a bigger equation into consideration when they give any advice to anyone out there in the world. And and darn it, if it doesn't work, they don't care uh, because all that matters to them is stating things, uh, you know, uh, based on their own personal uh, beliefs or their own their own expertise. And that is what we weren't supposed to do and what the media begged us to do for so long. And now it's in some ways it's biting them in the in the butt there because, you know, as we see, uh, the Wuhan lab is now very much more in question than it was in the past. All right. 